All right. Hey, what's going on out there? Welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the House. How y'all doing out there? Hope everybody's doing well. See, I got to hold on for a minute. I had to adjust the levels in my earpiece here, on my headphones. All right. So, what's going on? It's been a minute since we last had a conversation. Oh, man. Hey, we got a good one for you today. We're talking about black history, man. And I got some views on it. I, I'm going to express. And of course, I expect you to express your feelings on it as well. And maybe together we can come with a uh, uh, togetherness on what black history is really supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hold your lips, y'all. y'all. Y'all pro-black people. Hold your lips. It's okay. It's okay. All right. Anyway. So before we get started, let me go and tell you how you can be a part of the show. The first and easiest way is just call me, man. That's all you do. Pick up your phone, go 347-838-8622. Now, I must say I'm not responsible for any fees that you may encounter using your cell phone if you're on a plan with data. All right? I'm just going to put that out there now. So don't be sending me no emails talking about I need to pay your phone bill because it's not going to happen. Okay? <laughs> All right, the next way is the chat room is open at www.blogblogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. All right, just log in, make up a username, and get to chatting and typing. Yeah. And let's see, what's the other way? You can hit me on my email at ericletslettstalk at gmail.com, and um, I do try and answer back for the most part, but I try. That's all I can say, I try. Okay, and if there's any other ways you can't communicate with me, you know how to do it. Now, I'm not even going to mention it. You you feel free to do that as well. All right? And by any chance, you have to leave somewhere in the show. Just remember that the show is our archived, so you can always go back and listen to a full episode. And let's see. Is there anything else? Uh, we're on Apple. We're on Facebook. We're on um, a couple of things. Just Google. It'll pop up. Now that we have all that good stuff out the way. <laughs> now that we have all that out the way, we can get to talking about some things. Oh, hey, I see you, 345. You going to call in today? Anyway, so here we go. Um, Let's start off with the music I played because I, there was, I'm sure there was an interesting reaction to both. The first one was Lift Every Voice and Sing. Um, it's called the Black National Anthem, okay? And, of course, you know, the second one was Dr. Dre, you know, doing his thing in that episode. And, of course, it was a remix for you people that really say that, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a remix, okay? But anyway, now, oh, by the way, that was those two songs there. They are my contribution to Black History Month. I'm going to put that out there now, too, because that's about what goes on here with Black History Month. But anyway, let me get to these two songs. Lift Their Voice to Sing, as I say, supposed to be the Black National Anthem, correct? Correct. Okay. So, <clears throat> when that song came on, how many of you stood up? How many of you just stood up and just for a moment stopped and listened to the song? Okay, they do it for the National Anthem, right? You do it for the National Anthem. And for my black people, this is supposed to be your national song. And how many of you stood up for it? See, that's another interesting thing right there. How many of you stood, stood up for that song, lift their voice and sing? But 
<laughs> when I put Dr. Dre on the next episode remix, how many of you jumped up and started dancing? <laughs> huh? How many of you? It's all right. You can be honest. You can be honest about it. I know a lot of you did. Like, oh, that's my song right there. And some of you started walking and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But you see the contrast in, in how we're taught to believe in certain things, right? Our national anthem, black national anthem, nobody really stands up. Nobody really knows what it is unless somebody mentions it beforehand. They just think it's a nice, calm, black song, old-timey song. But do you put Dr. Dre on, everybody up and moving and shaking and grooving and all that good stuff. <laughs> so I just wanted to bring that those two, that, that, that's, that um, contrast out right there. Because as I was picking songs before we came on the air, I was like, okay, what's I'm going to play? What I'm going to play? And, and I just had to find two uh, different, different ends of the spectrum, I guess you can say. But, yeah. Anyway. So I just thought I'd bring that up. Like I said, that was my contribution to Black History Month. Isn't it interesting, man, that Black History Month, um, um, yeah, we we know it's, it's part of the shortest. It is the shortest month of the year, but that's not why it was uh, you know, chosen to be Black History Month. Contrary to what all these conspiracy theories say, that's not why it was chosen, okay? If you want to know why it was chosen, hit me up. I'll tell you. Um <laughs> And as you can see, you know, there's at the beginning of Black History Month and sometimes at the end, you know, usually in black churches or whatever. But usually throughout you have certain programs and things for Black History Month. But after that, that that program, whatever is done, over, it's done. Nobody thinks about it anymore. Nobody really thinks about black history anymore after February, the first couple of weeks of February. Now, I'm not saying that to be derogatory or mean, but I'm just telling you what the facts are. Now, here's another interesting thing. Yeah, because I... (laughs) Here's another interesting thing. You notice how all the politicians, they go and they sit up in in these stands or what have you doing, these these, um, black historical plays and concerts and classes and things and they sit up there so proudly and they'll get up there and say a little speech well black history should be a part of my blah 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 and they say oh that's good stuff but they get back in 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 the chambers with their peers and all of a sudden no 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 we're not doing the black history teaching in the school and to make people scared of it we'll call it critical race theory yeah because we got two key words in there, critical and race. Of course, if you look in the dictionary, it says a race is a competition. But, hey, it is what it is. I know it says some more, but that goes to show racism. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I'm all over the place right now. But anyway, what I'm trying to say is, isn't it interesting that they get up there and celebrate Black History Month, but won't allow true black history to be taught in, in the schools? They get up there and they show the same movies every year, every year. They done started adding a few more now with some other black actresses, actors and actresses. But you can count on seeing Selma. Uh, what else? <laughs> I mean, it's the old Malcolm X. 
Yeah. If you get a certain challenge, you can see story on Martin Luther King Jr. I it's the same old stuff. It really is. Hidden figures now, red tails. Yeah. You know, and they show them over and over and over and over. As that is supposed to, you know, help alleviate their their guilt. And maybe it is. I don't know. But the point is this. If you have to make such a, 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 a profound attempt, yeah, we, we like black history, or to say, no, you can't teach black history in our schools, then don't you think maybe there is a problem somewhere? Logic would tell you that there's a problem somewhere if you have to work that hard to do either. Critical race theory. (laughs) Do you know there are, what, there are over 30 states, last time I checked, over 30 states that have enacted some type of legislation that keep critical race theory out of schools? Now, I'm going to ask a simple question, and it's going to be interesting around that level. Isn't black history a part of American history? Just think about that. Shouldn't I? Right? Take it. You don't want to hear about it. Why? Why? Now, some say, well, it would teach the children, the the, the, the non-colored children. Yeah, I said non-colored. <laughs> It teach the white children to hate their country and hate themselves. No. No, 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 no. That's not it. That's not it. You know, and the more they fight it, the more you realize that, yeah, there's some guilt there. There's a whole lot of guilt there. There's a whole lot of guilt to allow the real history of this country to be taught in the schools. Just that level. I mean, this is Black History Month, so shouldn't something be taught? Do you know there's a, I forgot the school district, I was reading it last night, that sent a letter home to parents allowing them to opt out any Black History um, uh, classes or programs that would be put on their school for this month. You see the, the the craziness and all that? That is just crazy. But that is where we are as a society. That is where we are. Who would do that? Who would do that? Black history is American history. Yes, it is. Now, here's an, uh, another little thing I, I thought of, you know, earlier as I was sitting down talk, thinking about what I was going to talk about today. <sighs> yeah, if you really think about it, anyone born in this country is 
American, right? Okay. On, on your, your your paperwork, your passport, it says American, right? A-M-E-R-I-C-A-N, American. So if that is the case, then it should be a part of teaching in the schools and, you know, in the schools. Yeah, it should be. Because it's American. They're American. We're American. Yeah, we like to be broken down as 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 uh Yeah, it was in Brown County in Indiana. Thank you. Um We're Americans. Yeah, we're gonna have our differences, of course. That's that's the natural order of thing. That we're gonna have differences. But when you get to the point to where it limits our uh, uh, learning ability in order to keep from repeating what was such a disaster in the past. Now, I know some of you out there say, well, really, Mr. Talker, it wasn't really a disaster because look where we are today. Exactly. Look where we are today. Look where we are today. <laughs> uh so I guess she answers the general question. But my point is this. We're all Americans, people. We're all Americans. We should be able to talk things out. We should be able to say, yeah, you you have a point there. If you're wrong, just say you're wrong. Okay, just say you're wrong. But I don't know. I don't know. That's just the way I'm I'm thinking about this black history thing. Um, I know, you know, I guess depending on part of the country you live in, um, as far as your activities and what you have for black history, uh, and that's fine. You do, you do, you do y'all, y'all do you. But then after that, you know, this kind of go back to the last show I was talking about, after that, what do you do then? Do you just go back to your, um, whole drum daily activity? Do you go on and still try and teach black history or or, or or just history period. And you know what? And the more I said, the more it resonates in my mind. You know, that's a, that's another one of them labels that get thrown out there and everybody jump on the label and they just forget the, the, the simple part of it. History. History. It should be the history of the United States of America. Right? We got black history. Then we have um, Hispanic Heritage Week and uh, Cinco de Mayo. And, and I'm not saying anything wrong about any of those. I know because in all honesty, the same thing happens to all those as well. After it's over, it's over. Cinco de Mayo, you get drunk as you want to. And then what happens? You go back to work. <laughs> So it's the simple things that, that we make so difficult. Yeah. All right. I see somebody's tired of me talking. So, you know, I'm going to go ahead and open up the phone lines. Give me a call at 347-838-8622. Yeah, come talk to me. Let me know what you think about Black History Month and Black History in general. Yeah, let's talk about this. Because I want to have the conversation. 
All right, P. Yankee, what's going on? I know you you had your hand up early. What's up? Well, you've been, Eric, we've been missing you, man. See, the thing is, is when you disappear and no one, we worry. Well, we thank worry you, something P. has happened. Well, thank you, P. Yankee. No, nothing has happened. Been some computer glitches and a couple other things, but hopefully we got it straightened out now. But I'm back, okay? <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> Well, Joe thought Joe said you was probably down in the shelter, thinking that the war between the Ukraine was going to kick off. No, those that's only the Air Force last Wednesday. No, that's that's only the Air Force boys. Us soldiers, we go to the battle. We don't run from them. But anyway, <laughs> we, you ain't, I know you ain't calling and talk about no nonsense like that. What else you What else you got, Pianco? Somebody else want to come in. So what else you got? Well, yeah, I, I do want to talk about that because uh, Biden is, is a, I, well, I know what it is. But if you look at the logistics of it, you don't want to be fighting a war against Russia in those territories because it would be very futile. Hell, Germany found that out. Wait, 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 wait a minute, Pianchi, wait a minute, wait a minute. I ain't talking about no war in over Ukraine between Russia and Ukraine. I ain't worried about them knuckleheads over there right now. My gas price is going high well, enough. Talk I'm, talking about, I'm talking about Black History Month and Black History in, in general. Oh, being Black History American Month. history. Yeah, being American history. Yeah, well, that's yeah, what I'm talking about. In, it happened on U.S. soil. It should be American history. All the history should be good, and the characters that participated in it are just who they are. Well, here's the thing. Parents got a right what they see. Parents has a right to what their children are exposed to. And I'm gonna tell you what has really brought this out is all this explicit, explicit material having to do with sex and gender, and uh, this, that, and the other. And you got things, uh, you got materials showing up in your library that's really, really just it's just terrible in your in your school libraries and. Parents don't want their children to be exposed to this. Then when they go to their board meetings, they're labeled as terrorists. So it's going to be tit for tat. They're going to strike back. I mean, you know that. You know parents, what? Uh, it's the parents. That, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Before you go any further, <clears throat> you're talking about the splits of material. And I, I'm just in here thinking, you go to a museum and you got uh, uh, Greek statues up there. No, it's not. I mean, worse than that. What do you mean worse than that? It's telling people, it's telling kids what to insert their penis and their lips and fingers and uh, showing spread eagle and all that. No, it's worse than that, Eric. And, and I tell those, you what I those, do. I, I had some material. Wait a minute. Those materials just suddenly appeared in the library over the last couple of years, right? No, I tell you what, in one school district, district, uh, I think some parents took it out or either in the library and reordered and got more. Especially, and see, this has been going on for a long time because the first incident I heard was back in 2000 in Massachusetts in a school district. You know you've heard me talk about it. And it's called, it's the infamous Fistgate Conference held on a Saturday in a school district where they bus uh, students in as young as 12 years old into these 
this conference where they had these breakout workshops, and they had all kind of explicit topics that was being uh, uh, discussed, like uh, fisting and uh, should I swallow or spit it out. So, no, that was very deplorable. Who would have ever thought? Who would have ever thought? And and they couldn't have described it, and they did have an agenda, but the agenda was made uh, made uh, noticeable to the parents because I don't think parents would have let the allow their children to attend that a field trip or go to their school district for their workshop. I sure would have not allowed mine. So it started then that I can remember, and now it's just getting completely out of control now. And that's a parent's mm-hmm. responsibility. Okay. Hey, you know, That's we used a- to watch TV programs, and they did not have audience ratings, G, P, G, X. That's true. That is true. So that is true. Mm-hmm. I, I can't no, it don't that. went to the wayside. All but of it see, don't went to now, the wayside. But, yeah, but see, now that, that proves the point that it, it, it's just not uh, – uh, just in the libraries or whatever. So why are you getting rid of these books? Because it's in so, the schools. The schools. It's in the order schools. The li- I ain't talking about a public Man, library. I'm talking about but, school libraries. What? Okay. All right. Let me put it this way. You're talking about schools. Children today are mm-hmm. more educated on, 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 on sexual stuff than me and you ever probably will be right now. <laughs> with, with terms and what's this and what's that than we were when we were in that age. So... I don't see it. I think it's more of heading toward McCarthyism, you know, where all of a sudden, if if it doesn't conform with a certain guideline, then you're going to be considered a terrorist or communist or, or whatever type of label they want to throw out to, to get the law passed, which they usually do. But that's, that's what I, I'm seeing at the moment, how it's going. I Eric, know, that's just my you said opinion. that true nowadays. You see a children now. Well, that's just not, that's children who comes out of a household where you have unaccountable, unresponsible parents. Because it wouldn't happen in my household, and many households that I know of wouldn't allow their children to knowingly, see, we're talking about knowingly have mm-hmm. such men. Mm-hmm. And you know that yourself. So we can't make those excuses. It's deplorable. You can't see folks don't want parents to express that type of authority over their child. And then that leads to another incident, another area, the lack of authority that we see out in the public. That goes back to the house. If you don't have authority respected in the home, when that child goes to school, it shows. And when they finally come out of school, it further shows because it's plastered all over the news with these interactions. Hmm. All right. We're going to hold it up right there. Got some other hands up I got to bring in. Oh, she made it today, y'all. This is what I'm talking about. My co-host is in the house. P. Ross, what's going on? How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Outstanding. just a couple of things, you know, you're 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 talking about uh black history and critical so called critical race theory. I mean my question is, um 
a theory is something that, that you believe, not a fact, number one. Okay. Critical means that it's, it's, it's detrimental to to people or to your psyche or what, what, what have you. I don't think black history is, 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 can be described that way. It's not a theory because it is a fact. Now, the conditions that black people had to endure in this country, those were critical. Those were horrible. But at the same time, we can learn about World War II. We can learn about the Holocaust, and, and, and that's not called critical race theory. That's always accepted as a fact. They show the pictures of the of the emaciated bodies that were thrown in um, mass graves and all of that. They still show uh, uh, the slaughterhouses and the gas chambers and all of that. It's in books. It's in history. Kids are still being taught about that. But when it comes to African-American history, as some of y'all like to say, or black history, whatever you want to, you want to call it, because black is actually a color. It's not a damn race, you know. And all of our ethnicity for people of color is is not African. There were people, there were slaves brought here from the Caribbean and everywhere else. Number one, I just want to get that out there as well. But the thing about it is this right here. You want to call this critical race theory when when it's, it's basically what our ancestors lived through, you know, and that some of those who, who fortunately that are still living, you know, can recall. So it's not a theory. It's the truth. And why is it that that can't be taught to this generation? It's not horrific. It's, it's not a an abomination or, or whatever. Yeah, it's going to open the eyes of some people, but it's going to help them understand where they come from. I have Jewish friends and Jewish people I talk to, and the one thing that they teach their children, they know every generation of their family name by name back from the beginning as far back as they can remember. That is taught to their children. Our history like that was lost to us. We only know what what our grandparents said, or as far back as our grandparents, because there there was a time when the black man wasn't allowed to even be a part of his family. They they, they took they 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 took measures to separate him from his family. See, so 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 that's not critical race theory. That's just true. That is what has happened to people of color in this country. So as it was before, you know, you don't want us to know our history. You don't want our children to know our history. It it, it can't be taught in your school, see, and that's probably the problem. We need our own schools. Think that, you know, when Dr. Martin Luther said that uh, um, segregation was the worst mistake that could have, uh, uh, that could have been made, you know, was was when we started intermingling the races, when we started combining everything, you know, getting rid of segregation because we had our own communities, we took care of each other. After that, you know, it was an issue. It was has always been a competition against us and them. Look at it how you want to look at it, but that is honestly the truth. It has always been a competition between 
us and them. I saw a post on, 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 on Facebook, and I don't know if y'all remember her, Saria Bonnelay. She was the first, um, she was from France, first woman of color. I don't, don't want to say black because she was French, you know, woman of color, you know, to do a quadruple axle, to do a black backflip on skates. And and she was discriminated against because they said nobody, no other skater could do that. We just saw the same thing with Simone Biles. No, nobody else can do that. So they lowered the score. Why? These people... Are are, are, are are the same athletes, the same Olympians, representing their country to the best of their ability, but they get penalized because of the color of their skin, because you're saying because they're black or because they're women of color that nobody has the genetic aptitude to do what they do. That's a lie. Mm. Uh-oh, I That's hear it coming. That's a lie. And then you 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 have this this point built up from slavery days where oh well black people don't feel pain. So when you go for medical treatment and versus your Caucasian counterpart, you they they they're in a fight to give you pain medication because either you got to be an addict or you're not really in that much pain. Hmm. And this is not me. Actual doctors have said that. They have their reports documented that doctors actually are taught that and they believe that. So let's really talk about uh, who are the real Americans, who are perceived as. I hear what you're saying. Aren't we all Americans in name only? That's the only thing that I can say about it, in name only. In name only. As far as recognition... On a day, on a day to day basis, no. Yeah, we get some of the perks of, of, of being Americans. You know, we get the so called freedom. But let's be real. We gotta still fight for everything, for every come up that we get. We gotta fight on the job. But well, how can you say that? We, we just had a black American president. How can you say what that? that and what does that mean? That means we have come. Yeah, we, we have. Let, we let, have. Let me, Come let me, let me up. Ask you we have reached let the me, pinnacle. Let me, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question no. about our okay. Paul Black. What the hell did he do for African Americans throughout his eight years? Let's just be real. What was he supposed to do? He had a whole he country did, to he run. Did, he, did. he just couldn't he, just he, sit, he, sit back and look out for one no, group no, no, of people. No, 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 no. You're right. He couldn't just sit down and, 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 and just fight for one genre or of people. But just as you selected this select culture group that you gave them all these rights, you could have did a little bit more than what you were doing. You could have those people who were surrounding you and dictating to you and telling you to do this and do that and do this and do that, you could have stood up and say, well, no, I'm not going to do that. This is this, this is this. I understand you being in a box. I understand how politics go. I understand that. And and not only him, not only him, it's those persons of colors in, 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 in the Senate, in Congress. In your in your local community that come out and solicit the black vote and then all the promises that they made to these communities 
it flips. Oh, well, I, I, I couldn't do that. Number one, African-American voters need to quit falling for the foolishness, number one. <laughs> and, go back and, and, and go back and actually study candidates that they're putting in office. See how they voted. See where they really stand. Educate yourself on what their on what on what their platform truly is, and not continue to go for the whitewash, for the smoke screen. That's your fault. That's your fault. Yeah, the black. I will admit the black community does have some responsibility, and yes, they do need to educate themselves better. Yes, yes, because. Hmm. What has happened is people are just falling for status quo, just doing enough to get by, and that's where it is. Nobody's looking out for anybody else. I'm just doing enough to get by for me. <laughs> and, and to answer P. Yankee, and to answer P. Yankee about these children and 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 all this stuff that they're learning, uh-huh. you can monitor. You can only monitor your children so much in your household. Your children have peer pressure. Your children have friends. They have access to internet that you don't even know about, and they may not even mention it to you, but I will guarantee you that every child in every household does something that their parents did not teach them, that their parent does not agree with. They don't get everything from the household especially in, in, in this era of social media. See, so it's not always solely the parent's fault. No, it's not. At some point in time, that, that child, that teenager, that young man, that young woman has to take responsibility for themselves. It is not their parent's fault. Mm. All right. Okay. You know, uh... <laughs> Okay, make it quick, Pianchi, because I got somebody else want to come in. I have a nephew who's in high school, and he logged on in the high school library a fight that he wasn't supposed to be on. They called his father, and his father called me and told me to go over there, and he did do it. So we were on top of it. But it still gets down to this. If parents don't want their child to be exposed to this stuff or these things, that's their responsibility to say no. No and one you are I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know a school, no place, district where they where blacks can't have have a black history for their children. I don't know any. If parents want, and you know, I think some of that stuff because oh. in some classrooms you got a device diverse uh, population, what happened to the churches they used to do? Ray Hagan started in his church to his members, so maybe they need to get a little bit more and put some of those things into the community through churches and organizations mm. than what they're doing. Mm. Very much. Mm. Oh, he threw the churches in there. Oh. <laughs> oh, talking about being divisive. Oh, my goodness. Okay, but we, we I got other people coming in. We'll get on that in a little bit. All right, come on, Mace. You got the you got the floor now. Oh, I can get my piece for what I think I about this awareness that's going on in this world. First of all, Joe Biden promised I mean John Lewis act why we don't have it. Is it because of Joe or the Congress? Well, it's Just because talk. of one side of Congress anyway, but go go right ahead. Oh, that's what I'm trying to say. So when Obama was in office, they could never get enough votes. These same people, the Democrats and the Republicans, Caucasian people, are together. 
Because when mm. you say you look at history, they want to take the history out of the history out. I said, okay, they took their statues down, so they're mad about that. And when you talk about Black History Month, you got some black people want to focus on something else except what's really going on. So now when it, when it, when it comes to health, who's at the bottom of the list? When it comes to a job, who's at the bottom of the list? Or they don't tell us these things, and then we're going to sit here and follow. We need to stop listening and following what they got to tell us to do. They don't follow this Republican Party the whole time they've been in there. What have they done? Exactly what the Republicans told them to do as Democrats. You don't have the John Lewis Act, and you don't have nothing that the man promised. He said we, that black people owe him. He can't pay him because of what? Of that Congress. And they're mad because Kamala is the vice president. I'm not mad because I don't have nothing to do with it. Except if you go out and vote. If you didn't vote or you voted, I ain't going to try to teach nobody to hate nobody. And if you want to look at their history, they are ashamed of their history. And they always talk about their kids. Everybody's history we had to go through and all of the things that the kids we have had to go through, the classroom and things. See, just like they can't even admit what they would have did in that capital. They, they say that what didn't happen. So now they're going to say they didn't do nothing to black people back in those days. And hmm. you got fools walking around trying to ignore it and act like it didn't happen like they got amnesia. Because they don't want to face the truth. I always talk about their children. But think of the things that our children had to go through and see. And some of them still alive to tell the story. And what's happening now, they can research and see what's out there. They don't need nothing out of no classroom, out of no classroom to find out. But some of the things that were put in the classroom, they didn't know themselves. And that's why you see all this hatred. When they was was hanging people, you have some of these in office now that were sitting around looking at them. That's why they don't want no no, uh, lynching law. And all the things that were straight stuff out, they don't want that. And you find people like Pianchi, and they got a lot of them around. I have, I've been watching some video about, like, in 1928. A man was just like Pianchi doing the same thing, stepping fetching. And that's what's in the way, too, taking up his word. And, like, the latest, I mean, I, I, if I could think of the name of it, I give it to you watching, you'd be surprised and shocked. It sounds just the same thing Pianchi said. And the thing that was in there, they sound the same way today as they did then. I'm like, mm. what the heck? It seems like we're still in, in uh, 1928 <laughs> and how they did black people. And then they had things. So mm. if we find a way to get rid of some of this stuff that they're putting out and stop following them during Republicans, because they ain't about nothing, because how you going to have a uh, – don't they have black people in their districts, too, that they, they voted for them? And so that people, yeah. make people, people like Pionka them, they look bad because they ain't there for them either. But then they're going to run around mm-hmm. and tell you what you need to be doing and, and what you need to do and no father in the house. I guess those people that was up there at that Capitol had fathers and their mothers in the house and made them go do what they did. <laughs> and that's why I'm still trying to figure out why they can't accept what they did, that it was a crime. And the man that was there as president was a part of it, too. He had a mother and a father. And what did his niece say about him? So I always mm-hmm. have to be a mother and a father in the house for somebody to get something straight or do wrong. So that's what I'm looking at. And the Black History Month, the reason why they're not celebrating anymore, because they can't make no money off us no more. When money was being made, it was a, it was a, it was a whole month. But since people started spending money to on themselves and with each other, it stopped. That's what happened to the, the thing. The marketing is gone for them. Anytime the market is gone for them, they don't have nothing uh-huh. else to do with it. Uh-huh. Remember they used to do they used to do all kinds of things doing Black History Month. You can't you cannot erase Black History. I don't care what you do, because if somebody out here still can tell the story. And some people that live through it and some of the stupid stuff that they're going through now, and it's just like you closed your eyes and went back in time. And that's a shame. Those that were standing at the, at the Sunday evening hangings when they got out of church are still some of the ones that still around. They're like when they killed that boy in Georgia. Those three, they murdered him, but they didn't want to call it a murder. And all the hmm. stuff you see happened then is happening now. I, like I say, every 40 years, but if they see what their history is and what they did, the children probably won't want to be like them because a lot of them don't want to be like their parents. And they'll tell you what their parents are. 
and they don't want to be that way. Hmm. But then they want to mm-hmm. erase it and act like they didn't do it. So uh, that's the way I see it, and that's my point of view of what I think about what's going on now. So I'm going to be quiet All right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Maze, as always. Maze, throw some points out there. Hey, we got to check it out. But she she's made some point on this one. I I can't really complain. Let me bring the next call in. All right, Triple One. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Miss Lady, hello there, oh. Mr. Paul and show members. <laughs> and show listeners and partners. You sure. know, um <laughs> I agree with Maze completely and P Ross completely. And um well, you know, if you deny something happens, if you ignore it, if you minimize it, if you say it's a lie, if you don't speak about it, if you don't put it down in history, you try and race issues, then you're not charged with changing things, making recompense. You don't have to uh, talk about reparations. You don't really have to change how things go. So employment stays the same. Educational change stays the same. Um, career mobility stays. Um, the um, loans, predatory loans given to black people stay the same. Well, nothing really changes. And so white supremacy keeps rolling on as it's supposed to be. And then secondly, you know, um, that, you know, black people must be black people. Now it's diverse. I got an echo, Miss Lady. Miss Lady, you got an echo. Turn something down. Turn the radio oh, down. Now. Oh, let me try and see. I'm on my Bluetooth. And maybe I'm in an area where. Is this better? Yeah. Yeah, that's better. That's better. Okay. Okay, I walked away from where I was sitting. So, yeah, so, yeah, so everything stays the same, and white supremacy keeps rolling as it was meant to do and planned to do. You don't have to change anything. You don't have to address anything. You certainly don't have to talk about and um, And making real changes, like this guy suing, this, this Mr. Flores suing the NFL because of all of the uh, discrimination and the unfair Employment practices by the the three teams that he is part of, he had coached for. So you know, that's the so you just minimize it, deny it, talk about it, take it out of history books, um, uh, all of that, and it's just part of the plan. So things can keep rolling on as it has. Um, there was another point I wanted to make, but now I can't think of what it is. Um, yeah, oh, Black History Month was dedicated to black history and the history of blacks in this country. Now it's morphed into diversity and multiculturalism. So now you have other groups that are being focused on. They are participating in Black History Month. So, you know, all the other ethnic groups that have nothing to do with um, the blacks and history in this country. And you have, you know, Martin Luther King Day is now morphed into Environmental Day. Well, let's go clean up the seashore and pick up the trash and um, because it's harming, you know, the sea life, clean up the public parks, 
that's what it's more of to, uh, quite a bit of it. So this is just part of the plan. As why, as in terms of Obama, that's just the cost of doing business, according to Lee Lucilla Jr. Because, um, you know, they just have to take a loss every now and then. So, yeah, <laughs> make them president, but tie his hands, you know. As, but, you know, hey, that's just how it goes. <laughs> so that's pretty much all. I just wanted to, you know, say I co-signed to Mays and T. Ross, and everybody knows it. doesn't take rocket scientists. Everybody knows what, what, as they say, what time it is and what the agenda is. So oh, that's pretty okay. much it. The time to what time is it? <laughs> you say everybody knows what time it is. What time is it? Oh, it's like time, time, all the time. Oh, every minute of the hour. Oh, that's what it is. It never, it yeah. never stops. Oh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Even and you know, oh wow, you hand out some time or opportunities. You know, can you make the best of what you what you're given or allowed to do? You know, and sometimes you persevere in spite of all the obstacles, and you're able to make something out of it. But hey, you know, do what you can uh-huh. within the system. Ah, uh, okay. So basically, that's why the answer May's question. That's why we don't have the John Lewis Voting Right Act passed yet because it's not time to hand out another crumb to us. To, to make us the saddest, the pacifiers, basically what you're saying. You know, every now and then they yeah. give us a crumb here and there. So that basically that's what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, just like the election time, they'll come to your your popular black church and stand up there and make a little five minutes, ten minutes speech. And you know, but, they don't even okay. sit around for a chicken dinner. But hey, they uh, and, and they'll get they'll get folks back up. You know. In line voting for them, you know, but you have, might have little incremental steps. You'll uh, have little incremental steps, but nothing that's going to really change the living conditions, present and future of black people in this country, bottom line. You'll get a few little crumbs, a little, you can make little incremental steps, but you're going to have to fight now. You're going to have, you know, you're going to be targeted if you're about anything. Of, of real value, and you're not a coon, and you know, you're doing the best you can in your circumstances, just expect to get targeted. That's just part of the part of living. But hopefully, you can, you know, network, you can get support on your side to make some, be, put something positive out there in the world to help people, even if it's just sharing information that they can perhaps benefit from. from. You may not be able to employ them. You may not be able to, you know, give them loans and get them into certain colleges, but you can share information that may be able to help them get there. And hopefully it will just keep you know, it'll grow. It'll grow from people. They will also do that. 
and not do what a lot of folks do, is keep information to themselves and try to benefit selfishly only for themselves and theirs and and don't care about other folks. Mm, okay. All right. Well, thank you, Miss Lady, for that. Uh, let's bring Mays back in. All right. All right, Mays, talk to me. You want to explain some things. Go ahead. Oh, yes. When I was saying you didn't have enough votes, when I'm saying you didn't have enough votes, it's meaning what I'm saying. The Congress didn't give you enough votes on the, nothing that the other president, Obama, was trying to pass. Joe Biden mm-hmm. can't get enough votes because of his own. He got the House and the Senate. Obama had the House and the Senate. I'm not talking about no crumbs. I'm talking about when, when Joe Biden promised Obama didn't promise nobody nothing. Joe Biden promised what he was gonna do. And when it comes to the um, when they uh, what is it uh, infrastructure? Now they got together and they went and did the infrastructure together. I was saying, now they doing infrastructure. What are they gonna do for somebody? The roads and bridges they gonna build? You gonna have to pay to drive on them. Yeah, but the other bill that they didn't pass, build back better. They didn't pass that because they couldn't get enough votes. That's what I'm talking about. When you but, can't get enough but, votes but, for everybody. But but. You know, looking at the history of presidents, politicians, and their promises, I mean, what does that say about us if we really expected any of that to happen? Let's not mention, he promised to get rid of student debt. You know, he promised to get rid of student debt. But, Mr. Thomas, do you really expect that's going to happen? No. No, he said that. He said that he wasn't going to do them both together. But did he do them both together? No, he didn't. He should have held on to the one that they passed until he got the other one. But he didn't do it because they're looking at each as, as, as who they are, not because of our color, not because of anybody else that look, didn't look like them as president, that they are the ones that are holding America back and what America needs to have is what I'm trying to say. And I'm not trying to get no brownie points from nobody because I speak and say why I feel and what I think. Everybody will think the way they want to. That's their business. <laughs> but when I say it, you're not getting no vote like Harry Reid didn't give him. So is it the Congress or is it the president when people don't get things? Because he mm. still don't have enough votes to get in that. And John Lewis Act was started way before uh, before uh, this Congress. I don't know how many years he's been trying to get that act through. As long as he's been there, I guess. And it hasn't been done on none of the presidents. I believe since the 80s. Hey, Eric, I got a question. And also when they wanted well, money for the war. Hold on. So when they wanted... I'm trying to give you brownie points if that's what you're thinking. I'm just well, saying. Uh, what are you talking about? I'm talking to Mr. Hold... Lewis. We were just talking. I can't understand. Okay, hold on. That, 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 that may finish. Let me finish. Oh, and when they want okay. money for the military, when they want money for the military, they can do that together. But when it comes to anything <laughs> else, they cannot vote together to get nothing for the people. And our money is being spent helping to do everything they need to get done. But when it comes to war and when it comes to roads and bridges, they can go together and do that. Anything else, no, they can't get no vote for. That's why I don't understand. Because it can't pass without the Congress and the Senate, can it? No. 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 Uh, well, that's what I'm Not trying to say. So if we put it in, and we and we think and see and study and look and see what's happening, we'll see it that way too. Hmm. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So if anybody got it the wrong way, that's mine. I can't have it. Okay. All right. Thank you, man. Can I quickly All right. say something yes. before you see Auntie? Just quickly. I'm not trying to give brownie points to anybody, but if I agree with them, you know, I agree with what they're saying. So I'll just stop doing saying that. But the thing is, secondly, I don't think he said he would get rid of student on that. I think he dangled a carrot in front of people, and that's what they they projected their wishes on. I don't think he actually said, I'm going to get rid of student on that. I don't remember him saying that. But maybe someone else knows. I'm done. Thank you. All right. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Hey, that's what, that's <laughs> and that's what, what I, one of his, 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 his promises, though. 
Yes, it was okay. a conference. That, like, yeah. like the Supreme yeah. Court justice. Yeah. Hold on. Wait a minute, Maze. Maze, Maze, Maze. Oh, okay. You're jumping I'm ahead. Of the, you're I'm jumping sorry. ahead. All right. Oh. All right. Go ahead, Pianki. Yeah, I agree with the lady that made mention about the carrot. Oh, God. Some people you can raise, some who ain't even rabbits, you can raise carrots in front of them, and they'll go for But here's the thing. That's the inaccuracies. Federal government don't pay entirely for school for roads and bridges. States have to pay half of that or maybe more. If the state that you live in don't want that, they don't have to take it. Another point. The John Lewis bill, what does it say? Have anybody read it? It sounds good, but have nobody Can read I respond, it. Can when you finish? Now, now, here's the point. The Constitution gives the authority of what goes on as far as the election. That goes on to the state. It's Article 1, Section 4, Clause 1. And I read, the time, places, and manner of holding election for senators and representatives shall be prescribed in each state by the legislature thereof. Now, if they have that problem in Georgia... Then straighten it out in Georgia. Why you want to bring Wyoming, Colorado, Missouri into it? It's a local problem that you say that people can't drink water while they're standing in line. Well, straighten that out. And you know, here's another point that I just don't understand. Fulton County, Georgia is majority black. Matter of fact, when you look at these people on the election commission, Liz Hosman, Bob Ellis, Lee Morris, they white. District 1, 2, and 3. But 4, 5, and 6, Natalie Hall, Marvis Appington, and Kalijah Abdul Akman, they're black. And Rob Pitt, the chairman, he's black. His telephone number is 404-613-2330. Call him up and ask him if he's black. So you mean to tell me, hang on, it's, it's a public number. You mean to tell me that blacks are discriminating against themselves? Come on, now that just don't make any logic. It's twisted logic. <clears throat> Go ahead, Mr. Hall. Thank you. Can I can I uh, 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 give him respond to what he just said? Go ahead, Mays. Okay, so we're talking about voting. Now Alabama is going to have would have had uh, two people in in a black district where it was sent two people to Congress as representatives. So what do you think they did? It won't happen now. They want to wait to the next election because of what reason? Is no, and is then you think you look, thank you. So we always, and then when you when you when you when you discuss the same thing that being done to black people, and it's always our fault. And then you say like, look at the mayors and all of this crime going on in the in the cities, but you don't talk about the states, the crime that's going on in the state. But you want to look at the cities because the mayors are black. What's going on in the state? You don't never hear the governors speak about nothing happening in those in those cities, and they're governor over the state. And so. um yeah, and then in Texas, the things that they're doing there, you know what they're doing there. Absentee ballots and telling people that they, they can't vote and they've been voting for years and old people and all this stuff. Why are they doing all of this? That's what, what anybody with a, a, can think should be asking those questions. Not going around with this with this uh and stuff and it ain't matter to nothing. So if you took the civic election and you know your civic, you know what's going on and you're looking to see what the Congress is in it, what they're supposed to be doing, the House and the Senate. And the things that they stop because they're part of it. They don't want to see it happen, and they don't want to see no change. And because mm. who had, when they redistricting and stuff, who had who's who's redistricting all this stuff, and they going to court for? Is it black people <laughs> taking them to court, or, or, or somebody else? So when you get lost in your thought, and uh, this secondhand news coming out with it, and repeating it, 
uh, some people don't listen to it. They do what they think and use what's behind their eyes. Okay. Okay. Can I respond to that, Mr. Talk, please? Go right ahead, Pianki. Go ahead and, and respond to that. Much. Thank you very much. <laughs> and I was okay. going to get right back to it. The U.S. Uh-huh. Congress has no authority controlling redistricting. That's a state's responsibility as spelled out by the U.S. Constitution. John Lewis's bill cannot apply for the entire nation. It can only apply for Georgia. Do you if guys passed, understand how this stuff works? If it works? passed by the Congress, it's going to go to the entire state. It's unconstitutional. Congress cannot override the Constitution. Mm-hmm. That's all. If that's the case, why was Lizzie Graham over there in Georgia in their business? Because he's a damn <laughs> fool. Oh, really? <laughs>
I didn't say it. Didn't do, see, see, I didn't say it was well, a cool let me, let me finish. I know, but let me finish, please. I only right, come around ahead. once every six months. <laughs> That's, these no, people right listen. here. These people right here, who the chairman is Rob Pitt. His telephone number is 404-613-2330. You can call him up and ask him. His office is at 141 Pry Street, Southwest 10th floor there in Atlanta. Liz Hoffman, Bob Ellis, Lee Morris, Natalie Hall, Marvin Appington, and Khadija Abor. And also, when it comes to redistricting, that is a bipartisan group that sits down and decides on what's going to be what. There ain't no one group of people that's doing that. And you know another thing, too. You talk about the John Lewis bill. Blacks don't make up no majority in no state. I mean, can we agree on that? So no. you mean to tell me that whites are making up laws that's going to restrict their liberties like that? I can't believe that. I really oh, can't. Really? Do you, you really do find that hard to believe? Yeah. the history have shown to be the different? No, we talk about today in 2022. There's no state in this union where blacks are a majority. Really? So that means that if a law is passed, it's not if it passes or don't pass. It ain't going to affect blacks peculiar anyway. They don't make up that much pop. And you know another thing, Nigerians and some other Africans in this country are black. You never hear them complaining about this. And all no, black you, Americans don't complain about it. You're the one that's born in this country to complain about it because they don't know what's going on. Here we go talking over me. That's not words. I re- I'm not talking. You need I to step come back, Mr. Talk. talk. Please yeah. do. What? So, Mr. Talk, I'll ask you the question, Mr. Talk. I want to see what your opinion is. We can see you uh, what? what do you think of the opinion that the Supreme Court had to step in and get rid of some of the things that they took them to court for over voting? Why did they do that? Because of the states or because of. The states weren't doing anything. Are they the one that's trying to change stuff? Is it the government or, 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 or is it the federal or is it the states that's doing this that, that's being sued or taking stuff to court? That's what I want to know. The states. It's the states that's taking it to court. Yeah, for, because of what? Because of redistricting. They're, they're claiming that it's illegal, yeah. And some of the changes that uh, – have been acted by the state legislators toward, you know, this the voting coming up. Yeah, yeah, the voting cycle that's coming up now. You know, mm-hmm. like if you're standing outside, you can't give them water. I, I really don't see the logic in that. You know, that mm-hmm. makes no sense to me. Um, and the, <laughs> and the rate, some water, you know what it you is? And huh? the rejection rate is, that they're doing. You? What do you think about that, Mr. Paul? The rejection rate of people that's been voting and they can't vote now. You know what? And it's easy. You know, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about those those cases here in Texas where mm-hmm. um, some of the mail-in ballots are being rejected. Well, mm-hmm. you know, honestly, to give you my honest opinion, looking at the top uh, from the, the point of view on top, and I want to be complaining about it, yeah, it's a problem. They shouldn't be doing it. However, looking at the logical side of this thing, in order to keep from happening what happened on January 6th, it's a good thing they rejected them so they can correct whatever mistakes they have on their, their voting applications, and then they won't have no problem when the general election come in November. 
Absolutely. I mean, that's true. That's 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 too, Mr. Mr. Talk. But if they, but if they did it now and they still uh, uh, did it, but it's not right and it's against the law, it should be against the law, shouldn't it? If you've been voting for years and then they're rejecting you and then you're coming up just because of a, of, of a short election to get somebody in that they want in at this moment, but by December come, when, when, when time to vote, and they done did what they wanted to do to keep people out from going going to the polls to knock some people out that shouldn't be going there. So it's too late then. Well, Mace, you know, it's easy to look at it like that, but no, it's not. Because once you, you make that correction, it's easy to go and check and make sure your information is correct. You can go down yes, to your uh, um, your voting office and, and get that information. You can go on right there online and find out if your information is correct. So it, it yes. to say, yeah, that's a problem. That's because no, no, that's just some people got to get off their bus and make sure their information is correct if they are interested in voting. But I'm saying Thank the primary. I'm not talking about. I'm Thank not talking about December. I'm saying the primary. If they're not people out doing the primary and they know they're supposed to be, and, and then you got to wait to December and to the next election to the election come, and not some people out the primary. That's why they're doing. Well, it. Well, Maze, let, let's okay. Look, the primaries are basically so, used. Okay, just a minute, Pianki. The primaries are basically used to choose who the party candidate going to be for the mm-hmm. general election. Okay, and when you go to the polls, most of them I know here in Texas, you're only going to be given a. You're only going to be given a a, a, a a choice of Republican or Democrat. Those are the only candidates you're going to see during the primary most of the time. I know it's like that here in Texas. So you have no other, nothing else to do, you see. But that is the time to make sure your voting information is correct. And now when it comes to the general direction, I mean, general election, usually in November, then, bam, that's when you get a a, a complete ballot of everybody that's running and you make your choices because the Mm -hmm. party – would have been selected whoever they want to run at that time. Mm-hmm. But I'm, that's what I was saying. The primary, whether it's somebody that you don't want to even make it through the primary, and then you don't, you go to vote and you can't go to do anything to knock them out the way. And well, all of a sudden, by, yeah. by December, everything's straightened out, but it should have straightened out before that. Well, Mace, you know, it, it happens. I mean, what I you know. want me to say? It happens. No, I was just saying how how, how they how they work things in in behalf of to keep those uh, <laughs> criminals and stuff there. But Mace, let's let's look at this. Isn't it easy to to take that route? Say, yeah, they don't. But if your information is updated and correct, and you go and attempt to vote, and you go and vote, then what is the problem? Now, if it's not, then you still have a chance to vote during that thing if you go ahead and correct your your form. So, mm-hmm. the, you know, those excuses right there, they sound good on, on the outside, but when you dig deeper, they, they don't hold any weight. Okay. Now, let but me did I ask you a question, Mr. Talk. Let me go on to the Pianchi. Let me go on to Mays. Pianchi turn. Go ahead, Pianchi. So what you're saying, what you're saying is what the people should do. They shouldn't wait till the last day because they know That's that the too. primary is coming. Is that That's what you, I thought you were saying that? And you know something else too. One of the, the one of the discussion was the recognition of signatures. People who made the application 40 years ago, do you think that the signature going to change between 40 years ago and the last election? So, yes, they should go back and have things updated. It only makes common sense. 
Nobody yeah, can wear sense. that dress, that party dress, that club dress that they wore 40 years ago. So would they yes, not? They would they not go try to get another one? And you know another Sorry? thing too. Nobody said no place. And I read Georgia reform law. No place, Eric, did it say that people can't have water while standing in line. But no, 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 no. I didn't say Georgia. I didn't say Wait Georgia. No, well, I'm, reading, it, I'm talking about John John Lewis's bill. <clears throat> it does say that you cannot pass out material, well, it's a water bottle, that's canvassing. You know what canvassing is, don't you? You cannot canvass in a line leading to the pole. Canvass is when a candidate is passing out material with their information, picture, and vote for me. You can't do that. And you know in Missouri... They pay you to go vote. Blacks are paid to go to vote in Missouri. <laughs> the state law says the state they law says a voter supposed to be the state law says a voter is supposed to have three hours before the polls open and close. Well, quite okay. naturally, the polls open at six o'clock, so they ain't gonna have mm-hmm. the three hours before that. Right. But if they at work and they get off at work at four thirty, they have to get off on work at Four o'clock, and they have to be paid. So they paid a half hour because four to seven is three hours. They are paid. Blacks and everybody else are paid to go vote in Missouri. They're like when they go to court, they get paid. Yeah, see, you said they are paid. So let's let's talk about how they are paid. Are they paid? In other <laughs> words, they get off to go vote, but they're still on the clock at their jobs, correct? When so I pay when, when my employees, paid. when I let or my employees off, is the state paying them? Is the state paying no, them? No, uh, let me tell you. Let me tell you since you asked. No, okay. let me tell you. I, as an employer, my employees that normally got off at four thirty, I had to let them off at four o'clock, and they were still on the clock. They got paid. If they was paid forty dollars an hour, fifty dollars an hour, or seventy dollars an hour. I paid them that half hour. They got paid thirty five dollars, they got paid twenty five dollars, okay. they got paid twenty dollars. Okay, see how so simple it is when you have somebody okay. who can answer. He in the whole so, state is so, the whole state so, against you. <laughs> well he said Missouri. <laughs> he did say Missouri. Let me find that information. What do I find in it? It's like that. It's like that here too in the state of Florida. And I know working with the state. I don't know about private companies. I know working with the state of Florida. Yes, you do get time off to go to vote. You can either go before you go to come into work when the polls open at seven and take that time and do it, or you can go um, after work. It's totally up to you. Whatever time is, is is not a certain time of day. Or you can go on your lunch break. You can go on your lunch break and take that extra time mm-hmm. to go. In. It's just totally up to you. Um, but it, absolutely it, right. It's, it's allocated as paid leave time, not paid time to vote. It's allocated as paid leave time. That's what. It's well, in Missouri, as. you get paid. In Missouri, if you Missouri is paid vote, you know what? I the wouldn't same, live in a hick state that didn't allow that. The same, the same as it is if you get jury duty. You are paid on your job to attend mm-hmm. jury duty. However, if the if the county municipal court or whatever court that you're going to, you get to be a juror and they're paying you each day, 
with the state of Florida, you had to turn those checks into the state of Florida in order for you to receive your salary pay. Your compensated salary pay each hour for the amount that um, that you work for. Let's say you were making fifteen dollars an hour, and the court only pays you what twenty dollars for that day. You take that check, you turn it into your finance department, your supervisor, whatever, and you get however many hours you was there. You get your fifteen dollars an hour for that, um, but you can't have both That's because indemnity. So you have to turn that check in. If you don't turn that check, if you don't turn that check in, then you don't get paid. So yeah, it's paid leave time. It's, it's, a, it's a special provision under paid leave time. I don't know if you call it. Yeah, that's that, great. Yeah, in I know the state of Florida. That's great. We have that. You know. Now so, in Missouri, like I said before, the employee pays their employer. The employer pays their employee for the time that they uh, allow to be off in order to accomplish that four hours before the polls close. Polls close at 7 o'clock in the state of Missouri. Right. And therefore, right. employee has to be off by 4 o'clock. That's right. But also, contingent, but also contingent with that, you have to provide proof that you vote. That's the thing. You have to provide proof. You're absolutely right. They got to get their little tag that says, I voted. I voted. And also, they can go back you know, uh, some people have been caught like this, you know, taking mm-hmm. other people out with little stickers, and they went mm-hmm. back because voter records are public. It shows what mm-hmm. they voted on. Yeah. Yeah. That, that you don't know that. go back and look and see mm-hmm. if you actually voted mm-hmm. and said Because it will show your voting activity. That is the record. Who, baby? I don't know. It's not mad. Eric's. Okay, well, he need to put him huh, somewhere. <laughs> he wanted to say something. <laughs> Sound like he but just anyway, got fooled and burst and going to sleep. As we, as we are discussing, as it, it, it as it, it, it pertains to, to to Black History Month, I can say this when we're talking about the, the voting, about the area of voting. Um. People of color, black Americans, African Americans, whatever you want to refer to themselves as, um, they don't take voting as seriously as they used to. You know, like I was saying earlier, you know, nobody researches the issues. Nobody reads the amendments. If somebody say just like, you know, Pianchi was saying, you know, you cannot solicit your campaign material outside of a, a, a voting venue. You're not supposed to do that, whether it's on a bottle of water or on a backpack or, or whatever. You are not allowed to do that here in the state of Florida but so many feet away from the voting polls. Now, you can yes. be out there on the street and doing it, but people mm-hmm. standing in line. You are not allowed to do that. Yes. But, but the, thing the, is, the, the, the thing is is that the problem with our community a lot of times, and I know y'all might disagree with me, but I have seen this because I've been a poll worker, I've been a canvasser, I've been all of that. Um, the problem is that people come with a list of candidates showing you how to vote. They actually have the ballot and sample of the ballot showing you how to vote. And a lot of African-American people, black people, people of color, whatever, they go rope right down that list. They get that, and they go right in with it, and they vote exactly. 
exactly whether it's a Democratic ticket, whether it's a Republican ticket, or whatever. They go right down that ticket and vote like that. They have not done any research. They have not looked into the issues or any of that. They will go by word of mouth, and that's a travesty because you don't even you don't even know what this amendment means. And it, and it passed. And you know what, ma'am? And it actually that somebody a piece of paper and told you to vote this way, and you don't even know that it's detrimental to your own community. That is but so true. They and have, you know they what, ma'am? The, uh, sometimes they have the opposite of what it's supposed to be. What is that? Uh, right to work. They were thinking when in some places when they went to, to, to vote for that, they were thinking they had the right to work. And then nobody explains it to them, and then you hear them talking about it, and if you're not astute enough, you Exactly. Well, the right, the right That's my point. You're not, so you're it was not, turned around. You're not feeding what's being said. Exactly. You're not understanding it. And you just, because somebody say vote yes on this, you do. Or either like when they want to say they and want sometimes to do, when uh, people show up at the poll, and the, and the, I've seen it at these black polling places, it probably goes on, white ones too, you come walking up there with your list, you don't know whether a person has done research or not. But that poll worker snatched that list out your hand and replaced it with their material. They do that. I don't know that. That's voter intimidation. It's what it is. Well I, get, well, I don't get why everybody can't go to the same place okay. and vote. Some people go to churches and vote. Mr. Salt, some go to churches and vote. They don't have long lines. They ain't got no business with no machines inside, no churches and no schools. You know what, Baze? I agree with you on that. I said the same thing. I said the same thing. Why? If there's Why? separation of church, if there's a separation of church and state, why they is the church allowing Look, they, they don't wait separate. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me finish. Let me finish. You know, why is it the, 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 the church is allowing these candidates to come and stand up and they pull up here and say, vote for me, if there's a separation? The truth of the uh-huh. matter is there is not, and there has never been. Because if you look at back in the day, back in the 50s, 60s, that was the only place black candidates had to go to get the vote. They had to go to the churches. They that was the only the church was the, 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 the congregating place for the black community. And if you wanted to reach the black voters, that is where you went. See, that is what that is but, where you went. Now since we you know, everything's been desegregated, everybody come in our our, our our community and get a give us a song and a dance and we clap and we shout and we praise and don't get the real message or don't get the real the the real intent of what they're saying. But because they got a feel good message, we can we gonna go to the polls and vote for them. And that's that, that well, is the, the thing on the thing on that separation, that's not in the constitution. That's something else somebody else don't made up. The Constitution says Congress shall not respect a religion. That's what it says. Now, if somebody take that, and, and they're talking about the Congress. They're not talking about the local government. They're not talking about con- Constitution. Don't talk about the local government, state government. It says the federal government, Congress shall not respect the religion. Now, if that problem is going on elsewhere, somebody else made that up. Well, when they when they choose they uh when they choose when Congress does not respect religion when they choose the uh Supreme Court justices who do they choose? They respect religion then when they voting for them. 
Let me tell you something. You're talking oh, about yeah. Congress and everybody else not supposed to respect religion. That's a lie uh, because yesterday, okay, because every minute, president before, had to Okay, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, Ross. Wait a minute, Ross. Wait a minute, wait a minute before you get rolling there. All right, because I'm going to just bring some more fire, put some more fuel on it. So if that's the case, that is, is that why the, the, the um, um, Republicans got a problem with Biden saying he's going to nominate a black woman? For Supreme Court, no. Well, that problem comes in. Let me let me answer that. Let me answer that. That violates the 1964 Civil Rights Act, where you say race identity shall not be a criteria for a job or position. He's violating that. Oh, so now it's a that's violation. The, if, 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 if that's so always case, have been. No, 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 no. If that's the case, every other president before him done violated. You get that right. Well, then they did. It, Mark, that's what the okay, it, so it, it can't be so before why 1964. Why, why, why is it so? Why is it such a big? Is, why is it such a big problem when he does it? And let's not even talk about what Trump did. Oh my goodness. Let's not even get. I have never known. I have never known. I never known a president to use race or identity as as that way. And of course you don't. Of course you don't. Well, just tell me when. Tell me. I cannot say I'm going to hire Mr. Trump. I'm not going to say I'm going to hire Mr. Trump because he's a black man. I can't do that. He wasn't uh-huh. president when he said he was going to do that in the first place. You see, uh, what, well, hell, back, way back then, he didn't want his the kids going to school with black. Are we, are we going to argue about this uh, black history or talk about this black history matter what's going on in the country? Yeah, I got something to say about that. Wait a minute, hold on. It's a part of it all, isn't it? Well, yeah, see, it's a part of it all. That's going back to what I was saying at the beginning. Isn't it a part of American history, regardless yeah. whether it's black history or whatever? Yes, it's, it's, it's American history. Is. You're absolutely right. So, they don't thank you, Mr. Tote. You know, you talk about black history. It has. To, I mean, is it accurate? Yes, I was, I was listening to no. somebody the other day was talking about <laughs> Bass Reed. Bass Reed was appointed as a deputy U.S. marshal, not a U.S. marshal, as some people said, and also. He doesn't fit into the realm of black history because Bass Reeves was a Creek Indian. Stop stealing other people's stuff. Native Americans. I said black history. It's part of black history. All right, hold on, hold on, y'all. Hold on. Wait a minute before you go down that that rabbit hole there, Maze. I hear you going. P. Ross was making some points there before I interrupted, so I want to give her a chance to to finish her thoughts. Go ahead, P. Ross, are you there? She's doing something. Okay. Yeah, apparently. Okay. Go ahead, May. Another thing that's always oh, because we are a part of everybody's history. We are a part of everybody's history. If you really want to look at it, because we mix with everything and somebody everything. So what does that got to do with anything with people of color? Because it's what it's all about, a people of you color. Know, uh, and anybody, if you if you just, uh, whichever call yourself African-American, if you are a person of color, you are got a part of black history. That's why oh, some yeah. Nigerians don't because participate in this black Nigerian, nobody else. 
My friend daughter is married to a Nigerian. He considers himself an American. He don't consider himself an American a person of color. He well, see, wait a minute. Stop, 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 stop right there. Now, what the maze, you said something that was very important. And and once again, y'all know how I am on labels. Labels. But you said it. My, my, she married to a Nigerian. He considers himself a what? An American. An American. Not a Nigerian American. You know, an American. You get my because point here? To, yeah, you have to have citizenship to be over here in the first place. Okay. No, you don't have you to have a, citizenship you to be here. What do you do if you don't get your citizenship to be here? My you can't come from Nigeria and be here. Can you, Mr. Talk? Yes, you can on a work visa. Uh, yes, I'm saying it's 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 over, you just can't be here. Yeah, but what that's not then? citizenship. Work visa. No. Yeah, no, work visa is not citizenship. Thank he you, didn't Mr. Talk. He didn't say it was. Huh? Yeah, yeah, you just can't come over here to live. Was the was a former slave? Except so, uh, so he was. That's the only thing you had Indians that were slaves. He was a Creek Indian. Yeah, he, His mother well, was Creek. He was. Well, then you have to um um take um the Washington Post is saying that he was the first African American. So now there you go. Well, they well what I'm saying is it's, it's not yeah, true. Yeah, he was a Creek Indian. Jake he Simmons out of Texas, of your state, Indian, Eric. He, he was also he a Creek. He wasn't a hundred percent. He had to have been had some black. Because you look at his picture, you can see it. That he so he might have been part. His of nation. Creek, but he wasn't 100% his nation. Creek. His nation was Creek, just like Creeks today. If they commit a refraction in the state of like Oklahoma, a Indian in his picture, that you know, that don't mean like how they look. <laughs> that don't mean that don't. Sarah Reckner, Sarah Reckner, who the richest, Sarah Reckner, who was the richest female in the country at that time. Look at her; she's black. She's a Creek Indian. She's a person of color. Indians weren't six feet two inches, and that's what he was. Okay. Okay, and what? what Muhammad what Ali went to Ireland. Muhammad Ali went to Ireland to look up his part of his biological tree. He might have had partial Creek Indians. His mother might have been partial Creek Indian, but he wasn't a hundred percent Indian, and that's just ridiculous, Bianchi, and you know it. No, the nation that he is part of, that's what they say. That's what that what nation says. But that's not what all, everything I'm reading is saying he was a former Who wrote slave. that what you're reading? The white man, right? Check this out. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You know, listen, hold on. Wait, stop, 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 Miss Lady. Stop, Miss Lady. Stop, Pianchi. You know, I'm sitting here listening to this, and <laughs> it, it, something popped in my mind. I, you know, America is the only country that, that uses the color of your skin, basically. You know, everybody else, you know, they are uh, um, um, African or Nigerian right. or whatever. Now, and I'm listening to this, and we're going about the color of somebody's skin or what their nationality is. And I'm thinking... You know, this goes all the way back to the, the beginning, 1619, when, you know, we were con- started being conditioned and taught that the color of your skin makes a difference of what your status is and, and, and who you belong to. 
But we all belong to the human it, race, it, so why are we going through this? But it, the years and it, years it, of conditioning and, and propaganda just got us just going left and right, and we missing the big point. We all bleed red, you know, for the most part. So well, if I can say something on black history. He was Creek Indian, and he, and he, he wasn't Creek Indian. He may have had, I am partial Indian. I'm not saying I'm, you know, whatever tribe I'm from. So what? You look at the mass, if you look at me, I'm an African-American woman. I'm a black woman. And that's what he was, that's what he was enslaved, because he was a former slave. He was enslaved, and he became the first black Assistant Deputy Chair. Hey, uh, Eric, let me ask you a okay. question. Let me ask you a question, Eric. You right. know Derek Jeter, the shortstop for the New York Yankees? Yep. My grandson's yeah. uh, idol. Is Derek Jeter black or is he white? Look at it. You don't really know. Well, his skin tone would say he wore Puerto Rican than anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Puerto Ricans. Puerto Ricans got a saying. Wait a minute, Puerto Ricans got a saying. Don't marry anything darker than you. But listen, Derek Jeter, Derek Jeter, Derek Jeter's skin is white. Don't marry anything darker than a paper bag. So what? That was a terrible thing. Okay. But Mr. Thought, you when you looking at all them basketball players now and some of the football players, what do they look like? The biracial ones. Derek Jeter is father is, is father is, is black and his mom is white. So look at him in his skin color. I, I tell you something, uh, Eon Musk. What is he? Uh, Eric, what is Eon Musk? I have no idea what the white man is. I guess he's Eon Musk is a Eon Musk is an African. He was born in South Africa. John Kerry's wife. No, 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 no. no. They have the same thing they got over Don here. Carey's wife, Teresa Carey. Are we getting off the topic? Teresa Carey. Teresa Carey. She's an African also. So what that supposed to mean? Okay, so yeah, what is the so point of all that? What is the point you, of all she that? Don't, you don't call the, they don't want to be called black. And i tell you something else. Africans okay. don't want to be called black. black you like you say, black? only in this country... Only is this country is that a issue? No, no, no. I look at listen to people go all the way that. back in the ancient no, time no. and say, "Look at there, there we are, right there." That no, is no, 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 just no. not true. This is not political economic status of the, the African American people here because the things were different. The black people had the same social economic oh. political clout no, that white people have. They would love to be called African American. So black people, you have blacks in this country that look at. I tell you what. Let me talk some black history real quick. Let me talk about Harry. If you look at your birth certificate, can I say something? If you look at the birth certificate, can I say something? Keep talking. Oh, okay. Let Pianchi finish, and then you can say what you want to say. Okay. Let me. Okay. Let me talk about. Let's let's look at Harry Tubman. Harry Tubman. Will you, Eric? Did you tell me to go ahead? Right. And go I ahead. Mean, go ahead. Pianchi. Disrespectful. Go ahead. Pianchi. Go ahead. Harry Tubman. Say something. 
And then Harry Tubman was a slave in Maryland. And when she found out she was going to be traded off or sold off, she escaped. She left. And she went to she went to Auburn County, New York. Her husband in Maryland got killed in a fight. She married another black man who was 20 years her junior. She went there. She bought land. And she started putting that land into production and producing vegetables. She also had a brick building, a brick, brick, brick building, a brick production uh-huh. business. Mm-hmm. She had a very large boarding house that, although it burned down, she turned around and rebuilt it out of modern masonry material. She received a pension from the United States military, and also the husband that she married since he served in the military and and passed away, she received his money. Harry Tubman was a slave and bought all that. She was richer than probably 80% of whites in the United States at that time. Nobody talks about that. Is that not part of history? Well, Pianchi, you just made the point. They don't want you to know that part of history. Thank you. The only part of history they want you to know about Harriet Tubman is she led the Underground Railroad. But yeah, there was a lot more to her. And also, she was a nurse. So, what did they got to do with all of what he just said? But what I'm saying, when you look at your birth certificate. And also, she was a spy. It it says, if you look at your birth certificate, it says, what, Pianca, what do yours say? About you. Well, I guess I got my birth certificate you right here in my back a, pocket. You're going to be a Negro, you're going to be colored, or you're going to be black. Which one is it? Well, that depends true. on when you were born. It's either colored or Negro. Negro or colored. Oh, that's right. So who determines what you're supposed to be? Being Negro, look, you can be Negro, but you can't be Negroid. I ain't nobody saying nothing about no Negroid. I said, what did your birth certificate say? You can be Negro, you but you can't be Negroid. And you don't know what the no, I'm not saying what my birth certificate say. Okay. Matter of fact, I got my birth certificate right here. My birth certificate, my, my, my U.S. passport says Pianchi, Van Coley, Kofi, Nefakai. It says United States of American U.S. citizen. That's we ain't asking about your passport. Uh, you ain't no longer on the passport. We mm-hmm. asked you what did your birth certificate say. Well, not I had to produce the birth certificate in order to get the passport. <laughs> I mean, you know how that works? Hold on, wait, yes, wait, wait, stop. Everybody, no. Maze, what point are you trying to make here by well, asking him what it says on his, his birth certificate? Yes. It, dep- yes, it depends on when he was born. Is it all, I know what I'm saying. It's all kind of people. Some people are ashamed of what their birth certificate say. You want to know what mine say? Color. Now, what do yours say? And my passport ain't had nothing to do with what I'm asking you about a birth certificate. And then when you fill out a job application, what do it say? What do it ask you? Unfortunately, I ain't never had to fill out no job application. Yeah, I bet you didn't. You ain't had no job then if you didn't have to fill out one. Oh, you one that went in there and talked to the boss and he just looked at you and said, Pete, you don't know what he's doing, I'm going to hire him. I wanted them that going there, yes, sir, master. Or somebody that knew somebody. You did an apprenticeship. In, so in the majority of my life, you I was the boss. Yeah, right. So what does that got to do with it? Okay. 
So yours says color. Some others are gonna say Negro. Some gonna say African American. Uh, some gonna say black. Anything? I mean, yeah. It, it just feeds into the stereotype, the stereotype I was talking about earlier, where we have to be labeled by the color of our skin. And honestly, yeah. we're not. We, we're, we're we all bleed. We all run fevers and die and all that good stuff. And we're human. But a human being. We are American. You're right. And we're Eric. American. And they have a problem United with United States citizens live on a continent called America. Exactly. They're screwed up. <laughs> and that's what it is. Yeah. Somebody in the chat room said the term so Negro is, is a curse. Negro and Necro are identical. Well, I guess you can because feel that you, way. I personally don't feel that way. I don't I don't I don't pay attention to curses and it like that. That makes no sense to me. I think certain terminology used and viewed as a neg in a negative aspect because we have been taught that is the case. Like black cats. You know, black cat don't let a black cat cross your path. Heck, I ain't got nothing against no black cat. As long as he don't bother me, I won't bother him. You know what I mean? You know, it's a, it's just a stupid, I ain't going to say stupidity, but it's the little things like that that make you realize that, wait a minute, we need to do some rethinking of some of these things right here. Just because they've been taught to us over years, 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 don't mean we can't change what that means now. You know, but there's so much friction and fighting going on back and forth about, you know, oh, we can't let this happen. Well, we can let this happen. We can let this slide. Oh, we'll give them this. That'll make this go away. And and we just re- recycling everything year recycling after year it. and making no no Over. no progress. Yeah, so. What I'm saying is yeah, they lie about stuff. But, Mr. Talk, if you look at the news, the what did you see up on that? If you look at the news, it's still around. Why? It was on the Capitol that day. What news? Wasn't it? Oh, you didn't see it. Oh, that's one picture you didn't see. I guess it was a picture they had had up there that noose they had. Same my hang back then. That noose that they had sitting up there. A noose. Well, you know well, what that is? What they hang people well, with? Yeah. Well, they hang. They hung white people. Uh, that ain't what I asked you. Nothing about no white people. See, there you go again. I'm saying that is still there. I seen the, the noose. noose the noose. Last noose I could, seen. Last well, noose I saw a white woman hanging yeah, by one. I would like to know. Yeah, they did. They hung John Brown too, didn't they? Because they hung well, a right. lot of white so what folks. What did they got to do with anything? Yeah. Didn't they hang him because he was doing right? You the one brought it up. So then that's what I'm saying. That noose was 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 in that rebel flag. That was up there too. They can't explain to their children why don't people had that stuff up there, and then they want to take stuff out the classroom, like it's in battle. If you, nobody, if you want that in your classroom, you can have all that you want. It's all our fight. I don't have to have it in my classroom. Well, you Remember don't want to teach your children. You don't want to ignore it. Look, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Remember the seventies? What is it? The seventies when they had um. When was the Dukes of Hazard on? The seventies, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And and General Lee yeah. riding around with the big Confederate flag on the top of the car. Nobody was complaining about that because everybody tuned in to watch the Dukes of Hazard because they only had a couple of channels yeah, yeah. to watch anyway. It was but a nobody, good show. I like that charge. I mean. But nobody really paid attention. Flag on top of the car. General Lee did they? Nope. Zero one. Now here we are in 2022, and yeah, it's a problem now. Now whether no, it's whether a problem. whether it's a, you're missing my point here, Maze. My oh, point okay. is I'm listening. My point is you didn't even pay attention to it. You know that's like I said about those statues. If you didn't go on a, a school trip or something about a lot of those statues, you didn't know who the heck those people were. You just walk by. Oh, that's a statue. Oh, I'm going about my business. You know, 
And, and what I'm saying is, you know, yes, we're getting better. We're becoming more intellectual. We're becoming more uh, astute about what's going on as far as history and things like that. But at a certain point, we're getting a little ridiculous with this thing. You know, it's, it's the thing to fight to fight a battle and win the war or, or, you know, win the war and lose the battle. Choose your choose your poison. You know, so I may say that backwards, but my point is this. You know, eventually we're going to have to realize that um, we're going to have to realize that what a lot of the problems that are happening now are self-created. We we are humans are self-creating them things ourselves. And until we figure out how to not create so many dang on dumb behind problems, we're going to keep going through this. As Americans. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because when I told, I told you I know Robert E. Lee's great granddaughter and his statue was sitting up there, she was explaining to her by, her, by her grandmother how he got there and how did she become his granddaughter. But Pianca don't want to talk about stuff like that. <laughs> What? Robert E. Lee was one of America's mad. greatest generals. <laughs> to you, he he performed, to her, he, he, performed he performed he performed, he performed, he performed exemplary in the Mexican American War. He, he mm. performed a lot of things with women too, unwillingly. Just mm. <laughs> like we see one and now. That's why they didn't sit up in court doing the same thing he did. But as I'm saying, Robert E. Lee granddaughter and I was laughing at her, I said, They took your granddaddy's statue down. Did you see it? Them soldiers, those were American soldiers that performed suspended in Uh the wars of the United States. George Patton was another. And and I think you, the North and the South, fighting each other. You thought that was a great thing too, and we weren't even, uh, we weren't even had nothing to do with it. I guess you enjoyed Uh that one too. And that's what we're doing now. Who is we you talking about? You had you. black. You mean black soldiers? You mean you, you mean soldiers with black you. skin? They okay. fought on both sides. You had like the Indians that fought for the Confederacy. You had Jews that fought for the Confederacy. You had Mexicans that fought for the Confederacy. You ain't gonna get nobody upset. <laughs> well, he's right though. He, he's actually right. But anyway. All right, we got 12 minutes left, and we ain't gonna, we're not going to do no overtime, so we're going to let everybody get their last words in because this should be interesting, to say the least. So we're going to start with Miss Lady because I heard her back there trying to get – uh-oh, was trying to say something. So go ahead, Miss Lady. You have the floor. Uh, I think the combo just got – like took a left turn. I don't know how that happened, but anyway, I just want to say to everyone, have a great week. That's it. All right. All right. Thank you. All right. Come on, Maze. Oh, hold on. Let me get you get you open here. All well, right. Go I was ahead. saying about history. If history, there's not even giving the people that land back in California that they've been trying to get back to for 97 years. A whole lot of stuff that happened is going to have to go make it to the movies. It's going to be on video. Just like you can go back and look at 1928, you can go back farther and farther than that if you want to. They're never going to get rid of history. I don't care what they. And when you talk about South Africa, South, they, the, 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 the Caucasians went over there, South African took over, and so the black people trying to take their land and stuff back over there to Pionke, if he didn't know that or not. That's why you see some of them that don't look like us coming out of there. And all the names he would name. So uh, as I say to Pionke, he's full of it. And keep on drinking them Trump sodas. And that's the biggest problem in the country, and the rural too. That's why we're in the situation we're in today. Have a good one. All right. Thank you, Mays, for that. All right, Pianke, you're up. <laughs> You know, I like to tell history, 
especially about the white male that was forcefully injected with malaria back in the 1930s. I can give you the name of the doctor that you want to. Forcefully injected with malaria. Or to rebut this story about school segregation came about with Brown versus Topeka, Kansas in 1954. Well, that's just not true. School segregation, desegregation, the desegregating of public schools did not occur with just Brown versus Topeka, Kansas in 1954, which was eloquently argued in the Supreme Court by Thurgood Marshall, by the way. It, be, it's, it, it happened back in 1869 in Omaha, Nebraska, led by a black person by the name of Edwin Coverall. 1869 is when the first government desegregation order was put out where blacks could go to school with whites. Eric, one lie cannot replace another one. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you, Pianke. Uh, All right. Here we go. P. Ross, you have the floor. Hi, Toppy. I don't know, as this lady said, we went left and everywhere today. <laughs> but when we're talking about black history and, 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 and why or why not and and the crumbs, the crumb here and the crumbs there, regardless of how people think, regardless of what their philosophy is, their beliefs are, the truth is going to speak for itself. We only have the records of our ancestors, which was a verbal history about what went on in those days. That was lost. That was lost because people stopped telling the story because we were made to feel bad and ashamed. But, it, but, but like I said, there's nothing to be ashamed of. That is our history. That is what our ancestors went through. It is not a lie. The fights that we had in court and just, to be called equal instead of to be called two-thirds or one-third of a human being, to always be seen less than, that is a part of our history. That also is a part of American history that cannot be delineated by you giving it a title as critical race theory. We always try to negate the fact when it comes to people of color. But if a Caucasian person said, then I guess it's supposed to be true. I guess we're supposed to be accepting it at face value. We can no longer do that. We can no longer do that. Because it's a shame even now, you know, even now in, in 2022 when our children have to go in museums and have to go in different places and say, well, where are all the black people? In this decade, in this century, in this time, the one thing we won't be is like Bob Marley said, you know, you can't erase us. We're going to always be here. And Marcus Garvey said, the people without the knowledge of a history, you know, it, it, you know, it's like a tree without water, a tree without roots. So regardless of what anybody tries to do, as long as there are so-called black people, African-Americans, people of color, there will always be a history. As long as we have a voice, as long as we can teach our children, 
our history, American history in this country, and not just here, from every ethnicity that, that we emanate from. There will always be black history. We ain't got to have a month. We ain't got to have a day. It's in us. When you see us, you see history. You ain't got to acknowledge us. You ain't got to acknowledge the great things that we do. But that does not mean, and it does not negate that we have made on this in this country, in this world at large. Because everywhere you look, the third way, as third way say, everywhere you look, you see me. Everywhere, in everything, in technology, in science, from the other, from the greatest job to the least job, you see me. And you see us excelling against the hardships and against the systematic barriers that have been put in place. You see us excelling over all obstacles. Now, can you say that about you? That's all I got to say. Woo! You said enough. Good Lord! All right, thank you, Ross, for that. I really appreciate it. And we'll be talking to you shortly. All right, so, what a great show, y'all. Five minutes left. See, can I talk with this fast in five minutes? All right, so, that's what we got for you today, and I'm glad everybody joined in. Uh, <laughs> be wise as serpents. Thank you for joining us in the chat room. Um, it's been fun. Uh, short thing about Black History Month, okay? It's in February to celebrate the birthdays of Frederick Douglass and Abraham Lincoln. That's why it, it was chosen by Carter G. Woodson in 1926. You know, that's why he chose it. That's why he chose the month of February. So just a little history. But I agree, you know, we we just going to have to start teaching our own. You know, there's there's movements across this country to stop the teaching of real history in school. Oh, it's besides American history and in cases of Texas history or Florida history, but not American, real American history. Everything, you know, not just black history, not just just everything. You know, yeah. See, we can't solve some of these mysteries that's out there, but we we gonna have to keep working, right? Uh, for those that having the states got your primaries coming up, if early voting going on, if you feel like voting, go ahead and do the thing. I'm not telling you to go and vote. You know, that's your choice. But make sure you know who you're voting for, okay? Um, that's gonna do it for me. We are gonna get up out of here. Just remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you're forgiving yourself first. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. You can laugh at yourself. Everything else is just groovy. Hey, we getting up out of here today, man, with some Mr. Jameson Ross and call me. I love this song right here. Hey, I'll talk to y'all later. Have a great week. We out. Nothing but melodies on my mind Searching for a vibe Guess who rings my line
on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.